All right, brother. Happy New Year. We got another episode by the numbers. We're starting the year off right with yeah, episode 51. What have we got going on tonight? We got Headliners Only, a Netflix special. We got Freelance star John Cena. We got Fried Bread and Something and Me. I forget. It's a long title. A short title, but I don't understand Fry, it. Fried Bread Face. and Fried Bread Face. That's a Netflix movie. We have Butcher's Crossing, which is on Blu-ray and VOD. And oh, what's the last one? Time uh, Y2K documentary on Max. Those are our five movies this week. We were supposed to have Iron Claw, but I couldn't get to it in time. So I apologize for anybody that watched it already for the show. That it is my bad. Well, that's okay. Well, we're gonna push that to next week. But yeah. in the meantime, let's get rolling. You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready, man. Cool, let's do it. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us as the Faces Radio podcast presents By the Numbers, where we check new releases, we review them, like them or, lo- or hate them, we let you know what we think. And I'm your host, David, a.k.a. the 4K Lowdown, and my co-host is... Uh, Rich, a.k.a. TurnerFan77. How you doing, brother? I'm doing okay, brother. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, actually, man. It's the new year. Um, I don't do the whole new year, new me shit. I'm still Fat Rich in Faces for Radio. Yep. Don't change. Unfortunately, I um I have to no longer be fat Dave for <laughs> much longer, but um uh, unfortunately health issues have basically put the kibosh on me eating what I want. And um I now have to lose 35 pounds by September. So um, you can do it. I, I can do it. It's I think it's possible. I think I can do it. I'm not gonna be happy about it, but you know what? I'm just gonna deal yeah. with that. Um, in the meantime, you know, I have what my doctor believes is a kidney stone that is causing excruciating pain. Um, but until that passes, I'm just going to have to deal with that, yeah. <laughs> but they can't um, break it up. No, not unless they're not unless it's, uh, blocking and, oh. or, you know, making me bleed, which it hasn't. So I, I mean, I can tell it's moving. So it's just a matter of time before that. Um, before I'm fully dilated and I give birth to a bouncing <laughs> peanut. Um, until then, we're going to take a look at the chat and see who's there to say hi. Harrison is here. Harrison. And good to see you, my friend. My best friend, up, Michael. Michael. Good to see you. Uh, yeah, we're running a little late today. This this is this month. We got a little bit of a schedule issue, so we're going to yeah. run a little bit late for the month of January. But then soon we will resume our original time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's my doing. I take full responsibility for it. Yeah, I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, but since you did it, <laughs> I, I you know we're full disclosure here. We're not the U.S. We, government. We we're full. We're transparent. 
Yes, we are. We're one take, so we never we never pause it or anything like that. It's just we, it is what it is, and this is what you get. Caveman is in the house, guy. Good to What's see up, you, my guy? How you doing, man? Thank you for joining. And Corey is oh, over on Corey. your channel. Corey, what's up? Um, thank you for being there. It was great having you on New Year's Eve with me, or it was New Year's Day for you because it was already midnight when he jumped on. Um, but uh, I had a blast with Corey and Nate on New Year's Eve to ring in the new year for me. And um, I was on logs. I ain't gonna lie. I had great, to work some more. Great talk. Uh, Reed, so good to see you, my friend. Um, and yeah, saying hi. Love it. Uh, all right. So we unfortunately had to detour from seeing Iron Claw. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I did get to see it last night and oh. I can't wait to talk about it next week, but we are not talking about it this week. Instead, we substituted Time Bomb Y2K, which was a documentary on Max. And um, this I don't know that, was, that was not a suitable replacement, bro. <laughs> no, it was not. I was, was watching it and I was like, oh, what the heck? Yeah, um, I was regretting it. Yeah. I yeah, I I was regretting it too. And I'm like, really? <laughs> but, well, don't worry, you picked a movie. Um, I think you picked this movie that we had to watch for next week, and you're a dick for picking it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, now I gotta see which one that is. <laughs> mm -hmm -hmm. Yeah, I was and, warned by a brother in arms. Oh, well, yeah, I picked it. I, I know which one you're talking about now, now that I'm looking at the, the schedule for next week. I'm, yeah, I'm, I was like, I'm like, well, it just, it's getting so much acclaim that I yeah. figure we need to watch it and review it. I, I personally am not interested in watching it. Mm -hmm. But it, I like the dude in it. He was in, um, uh, Hiroshima, not Hiroshima, Irish. What is that called? Um, it had Colin Farrell and that other dude, the Irish movie from last year. Uh, I'm thinking Bonfire of the Vanities, but that's not what I'm like. That's I know what no, you're talking okay. about with the, you know, with with the dude that was Mad Eye Moody and yeah. Colin Farrell, and they were going against each other. Yeah, mm -hmm. it had the, the kid who got yeah, like, he's the best supporting actor or something. Yeah. It was like best supporting actor nomination or something like yeah. that. He's in there. Um, it looks like it's got a good cast. It just it looks really, it looks really demented. Oh, but and wait, I wanted to like hop in a train because I don't fly because I'm just, I don't fly. I was we're gonna hop a train to California, and kick you in the dick for what you made me watch. Well, I, I, if you're gonna hop on a train and come over and kick me in the dick, then I've got a couple days that I can, I, I can buy some time. And you know what? By then, I'll probably pass that kidney stone. So you know, yeah, that's true. That is true. Or it might make me pass the kidney stone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I wanted to punch you in the throat with this one. I do. Uh, I deserved it. I totally uh, deserved it. He can't wait to talk about Iron Claw. Yep. Sorry, yeah, K-Man. Yeah. That's going to be next week. But this, this just keeps you coming back for more because <laughs> next week we're going to talk about Iron Claw. Yeah. It's not that we tried to suck you in or anything, but you know, it, yeah, you're stuck. Uh, <laughs> in Bruges. Yeah. In Bruges. Was, I liked that one. That was, that was good. Uh, man, I can't remember. I remember we talked about it. Like yeah, it was a good movie, but it was one we never watched and stuff like that. We were like, "Oh my god, this thing's gonna get um, Oscar nominations and stuff," and it is, it is freaking slipping my mind. Didn't Kevin Brana direct it? Um, no, it wasn't Kevin Brana. Maybe it was. I don't think it was Kevin Brana. I don't or Kenneth Brana. 
Kind of funny, uh, yeah. Banshees um, of Inishirin. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, kind of close. Yeah. Well, yeah, I said Bonfire of the Vanities. And I said Hiroshima. So, <laughs> wrong country. The Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah, that one, that word it was, you, you needed subtitles, even though they were speaking English. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, no, it's got that kid in it. And, uh, but yeah, the cast looked good. It looks creepy. And um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. But yeah, that's, that's coming up on the watch. Uh, I had but to, like I had to pause it a couple of times. Like, what the fuck did I just watch? There's just no way I watched that. You know, rewound. I was like, yeah, I watched that. It was, yep. yeah. I, I'm gonna say this. Um, what was that movie that you made me watch? Um, the the gross one that you, yeah. Oh, that was Excision. Okay, this is. I think it's trying to top Excision in this movie. That's all oh, I'm really? saying. Okay, that's oh, who knows? I might like it then. You probably <laughs> will. I might. I mean, like you know what? My demented brain. I was like, okay, I'm not mm-hmm. too. I'm, I'm behind that. Yeah. Um, but there, have you have you seen the movie Perfume? No. Uh-uh. Okay, so it's it's Alan Rickman, Dustin Hoffman. It's period piece, but it's also very disturbing and creepy. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to recommend that you watch that at some point because I want to get your <laughs> I want to get your take on that. Yeah. Um, but uh, besides that, so let's let's go ahead and get that out of the way yeah. because um, the the rules are it, you know we always talk about what's what we're gonna do and basically we take these five movies we watch them we review them and then we take the average score and we rank them from five to one. Well, I do that, and then I present them in order we talk about them we give our scores and then we present the card at the end to say okay what what's the whole deal how did everyone else think about it and let's go ahead and talk about our number five movie this week which we were already talking about um time bomb y2k check this out using two digits rather than four made good economic sense but when workers advance clocks to the year 2000 the world could melt down our systems are broken we've got a problem with a couple of digits this has to be solved it's almost like a black hole the closer you get to it the more it speeds up and and this is where you know (laughs) So this is Time Bomb Y2K. It's an HBO yeah. original. It's on Max right now. Um, and I don't know. It's about 25 years too late. Is it yeah. me? But it's like, why would they do this now? Is it like, okay, you think COVID was bad? Hold my beer. Watch what we did on Y2K. Because <laughs> there was there was this worldwide panic. I can't tell you how much yeah. how crap that um, me as a computer person that I had to deal with because I was one of those people on the front lines trying to work code and figure out how to break Y2K. Um, and I've got nice little, nice little revelation on that before, you know, as we get through this, but I'm going to save that till the end. Um, but yeah, Brian is house. what's up, Brian. Um, but yeah, this, this was nothing I wasn't familiar with. And I, there was why wasn't there anything new? It was just a bunch was, of crap. Yeah, we, everything was, was already known. 
yeah, everything was already known. All this stuff had already played on the TV. There was stuff I recognized yeah. from before. They just smashed it together. They didn't have they didn't have anybody talking to anybody now mm-hmm. about it or anybody interviewing people. It was all stock it was, footage. It was all stock footage and and bullshit from from what they were dealing with between 1995 and 2000. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I was like, this... It was boring, too. It was, was very was boring. worthless. I didn't need to see this. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Just, the, the, this didn't make any sense. I mean, I... The you know, only thing I liked about this was when that dude called out that dude with the bug eyes on CNN. Um, yeah. I hate that guy. But I'm glad that he called that other dude out. I, that's the only enjoyable thing that I like. Yeah, yeah. Which part? When he was like, you know, you you were selling, we're all in danger, and now you're saying that. Well, yeah, he was talking about how he was selling everything, and then you got this yeah, on sale was, here. Yeah, he was selling. And you paid for an ad and clocks and stuff, and he he had a website and he was selling all this kind yeah. of stuff, doing this whole e-commerce thing. Yeah, I remember that dude. Office Space is a great film to watch about this particular topic. That was Peter's whole job updating the banking program to go past 1999. Yeah, and that was that was my job um, at the company I worked for. Um, so Y2K seems so overblown, even when it was actually happening. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there there was a, a major thing um, with Y2K because you know, every you know when people program stuff, they hard coded the year to be 19 blah 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 for the last two digits and when we when we rolled that it was going to roll to 1900 and everything was going to go to shit um it it turned out it wasn't such a hard fix it was just it just had to be applied to everything but i mean because yeah i was just i was there on the front lines just working code trying to figure out how to do it and i'm like um and it was funny because there was an epiphany that we had that they didn't even mention in this documentary um so it was kind of funny when they interviewed the the guy that was in the white house that clinton Mm -hmm. appointed and said you're the dude to fix y2k um and he was like i've never been anything but honest with you guys there's nothing that's been hidden well here's something that's been hidden and i you know just take this with a grain of salt because it's already over the problem wasn't so much changing from 99 to 2000 the problem was changing from 2000 to 2001. Whoa. That that was going to be so much worse than than the whole Y2K bug because it would have to go, "Oh wait, I'm in 2000, now I'm going to 2001. I can't do shit." And everything would have shut down. That was the biggest problem that I had to deal with um with my company and it may have not been the same anywhere else. But it was going from 2000 to 2001, which was the really big problem. Hmm. Never said shit about it. They just went, nope, we got it all fixed. Yeah, everything's good. And yeah, but I was like, I remember when 1999 rolled and we were all watching, you know, the the ball drop and all that kind of stuff. And I remember my stepmother was like, oh, man, this shit's going to hit the fan and we're all going to have to, you know, live in, you know, live in huts. And <laughs> I'm like, no, nothing's yeah. going to happen. Everything's fine. You don't have to worry. Everything's fixed. There's not going to be a problem. Now, the following year, there will be if we don't get stuff fixed. But that was all that was all resolved by March or April of 2000. But yeah, 
That was the that was the biggest issue. And they never talked about it in this documentary. Um, I was hoping to get some sort of neat little revelation that I didn't know about or something that was never mentioned before. But no, there's there's nothing to this. If you I would say if you were not around during Y2K and Harrison, I'm looking at you. <laughs> well, you you were around, but you were like in diapers. So, but if you know, if any of you guys were not around during Y2K and you don't know what that was all about, it might be okay to watch this because you were okay. Let's see what kind of panic this was, and this was like what COVID was, how yeah. we all panicked for that. Um, only this this panic lasted for years, <laughs> where it was just like. Um, it was crazy, yeah, but yeah, it was something I really didn't want to relive, <laughs> and I didn't didn't care for all that kind of stuff. I can't believe you're late, Jay, because we, <laughs> we went a half hour late. I was waiting you're for still you, late. and you're still late. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, so this I no, this. I don't I don't think it. this is worth a watch. If you're interested in the Y2K bug, there's some useful stuff if you don't already know but this is really just a hodgepodge yeah. of crap that they already said 25 years ago yeah. um you, you get a little bit of leonard nimoy <laughs> and you get a little bit of other dudes mm-hmm. and people you know they interview people and they're like oh it's hoax. you get some matrix or, clips yeah some matrix clips and some max headroom stuff and yeah. um you know i'm like okay they put it together nice but i don't care i didn't yeah. i was like i was like i don't care i was really hoping for some kind of revelation and there wasn't yeah. so um no cookies for you jay but happy <laughs> new year um that's correct but i mean for what it was it it was it okay it it just it just I was wasn't bored out of my mind I, I bet you were bored. I was bored out of my mind. I think I paused it a couple times. I'm like, you know what? I need to make a sandwich or something because yeah. I think I went on my phone. I know I went on my phone. I was on during, my phone while I was watching it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess it's okay. But as far as documentaries go, yeah, it was a dud. This was one of our worst ones so far. This was this was a this was a dud. I didn't care for this. Yeah. But let's go to our highlights on it. Um, so for me, I mean, I actually, um, we've actually changed our scoring system. And for that reason alone, I gave a good score for the subgenre because the subgenre is history. So this is documentary history. It's about something that happened in the past. So as far as what happened, it is mostly accurate. So, so that was my high score. I actually gave that a nine. Um, but otherwise I gave a seven for the visuals. I gave a seven for the genre because it is a documentary and it is talking about stuff. Um, I, you know, I I was around for the story. So that kind of worked for me. Uh, Rich, you were like six was your maximum for the trailer. Yeah. And, and then other, other than that, all fours, threes and a two for sound. Um, so you you actually gave it a way lower score than I did, but I think we both agree this is not worth seeing. Um, Jay don't need no cookies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to lose weight too, but yeah, cookies cookies are a trigger food for me. 
But let's go to our final scores on Time Bomb Y2K, which pretty much blew up in our face coming in fifth this week. IMDb is giving this a 6.6. Rotten Tomatoes critic score 75%. Audience score 60%. Rich, you gave it a 34. I gave it a 61. Average score 47.5. But yeah, what a way to start. Yeah. I apologize to any guys that went out and watched it. Um, that was my bad. Well, actually, we didn't post it, so it was just a quick We didn't post it, so nobody oh, yeah. nobody so had to watch it except for us. You, Dave. We, we were the only ones suckered. I mean, knuckled. I mean, we had to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you think comes in number four? Look, let me look at my scores here. By your reaction, <laughs> um, fry bread facing me. All right, so let's let's take a look at our number four movie this week. You said I could go to Fleetwood Mac. Devil music. Stevie Nicks is a witch. And this is how my summer began. Press the gas! One hand on the wheel and a sticker on the other. That's a lesbian. A woman with hairy underarms. You don't have any hair under your arms. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, Rich, is that your lowest score ever? No, no. His his lowest score is um is we'll talk about it tomorrow night, but his lowest score is a twenty seven. And I'm pretty sure I know what movie it is. I'm pretty sure you know what movie it is too. <laughs> you know, so so Friday facing me comes in fourth, and dude, this no, I, I did like not this movie. I did not it like this. Great, movie. no, but I I like the story. I like the kid. I like. I did the girl. like the story. Um, I I don't know. I I, did, I liked it for the most I, part. I came I came to appreciate the story as the movie went along, but mm-hmm. that but that first scene in the restaurant with Fleetwood Mac and all that bullshit. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want any part of this movie. This movie's gonna suck. They can't act their way out of a paper bag. There's like wet pasta in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then it was like, oh, going to the reservation. And now the reservation looked familiar because my grandmother was a social worker and used to take me out to the reservation in in Nevada. And that's what that looked like. A bunch of trailers in open desert. And, it, you know, it was awful living conditions, but they made it work. So so that was familiar. And then I, I don't know. I just I can't. The kid, the little boy, he got better as the movie went along. I agree. I agree. Uh, I like the girl. I like the girl that they called Fry Bread Face. And I love which, the baby doll head just get readily falling off. Yeah. And that's <laughs> Jeff Bridges. The baby doll's yeah, head Jeff Bridges. was Jeff Bridges. You know, <laughs> don't look that way to Jeff Bridges. And was like, what the heck? Because all they could watch was Starman. Um, yeah. But... Um, the one, the one thing that was really interesting was the dynamic between, well, Benny, who is the kid and Mm -hmm. the uncle, um, um, because I saw a lot of parallels there between those two and how their relationship grew as the movie went along. So I do agree that the story, the story ended up being the best part of the movie for me. Um, yeah, I agree. But Otherwise, yeah, this is this was not something I cared for. I didn't I didn't like the movie. I, um, however, Aunt Lucy was hot. 
Yeah, she was. And she was very beautiful. Mm. And I, I had, I added a point to visual for that. <laughs> cheating. I might be cheating a little bit, but <laughs> she deserved it. <laughs> but I also like the story of Fry Bread and her dad. How she thought her right. dad was um, right, which they didn't. They didn't give enough of that. I wanted more of mm-hmm. that story. But um, she saw him as this great person, right? You know. Like my right. dad said this. Uh, what's up, Bill? What's up, Bill? Bill is um, over on your channel. Um, and, but then when it was who who broke her down and then like made her cry, who said it? Who yelled at her? And he did. Oh, it was Benny. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was Benny because she blurted out something about her parents, his parents, and that made him mad. And the he blurted out, "Oh, okay, what yeah, was yeah, up yeah, with yeah. her dad?" And then yeah. she la- she walked out, and they were like, "Dude, you need to fix that." <laughs> but <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and then the yeah. I liked that. I, I I liked that her innocence. I guess that's what I liked. You know, she was innocent. You know, oblivious to the way her dad was. Or, yeah, she. Yeah, I don't know if she was oblivious, but she refused. Yeah, yeah. she refused to think that her dad was less. Yeah, which is what everyone else thought. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think that's, I mean, I hope that's the way all kids view their dads, yeah. but it doesn't always happen that way. Um, but I, I liked how, I liked how Benny grew, um, as a person and as an actor toward as the movie mm-hmm. went, but yeah, it just, the, the whole beginning of it just turned me off right away. I was very disappointed um, but I mean, I made it through the rest of the movie. And it's not long either. No, it's not long. I think it's, yeah, it's just 90 minutes. I think, I think, yeah, I think it's like an hour and 20 or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's not very long. I, I think this is worth the one time watch, but that's just me. Um, yeah. I, um, so I won't watch it again by any means. I'm just yeah. saying, I think you should check it out. Yeah. Hour and 23 minutes. Um, I'm going to read the synopsis as two adolescent Navajo cousins from different worlds bond during a summer herding sheep on their grandmother's ranch in Arizona while learning more about this family's path and themselves. Um, so yeah, I mean, as far as the story goes, yeah, I think, I think it's worth a one-time watch. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I will never look for this on a physical. I probably will never watch this again. I will watch it again. I think I I don't think I I didn't I didn't like it, but there are good points that um that is worth watching here. Uh so yeah, I mean as far as as far as as far as I'm concerned, no, I threw up in my mouth <laughs> in the beginning. I was not happy. Um as the as the movie went along, it got better. So yeah. Um, I do enjoy coming of age movies. It's kind of nice to see the Native Americans yeah. tell the world from their perspective. I agree with that. Yeah, and that's one hundred percent. Like I said, that's the best thing about this movie mm-hmm. is you get to see this different perspective. And um, I just, yeah, I just don't think the acting was there. Uh, I would have liked. I liked. I liked how everybody looked mm-hmm. in the movie, but yeah, I just didn't. I think the best actor was the uncle. Oh, Maybe yeah, the, the grandma, but you never really, you never really understood what the grandma was saying. But <laughs> <laughs> speaking Navajo the whole time, 
You know, and, uh, I, I think the part of this I, I liked because I'm not in uh, Native American, I'm Mexican, and we always stayed at the summertime at my grandma's, you know, so I can identify hanging out with my cousins all summer long. Mm. Um, so, and I think maybe that's why a little bit why I like it too, because it's kind of identifiable for me. Okay. Well, yeah, see, that's, uh, yeah. um, that, that brings a, a certain element to it. Yes. Yeah, a f- certain yeah. familiarity and that's, and that's cool. Um, but and, yeah, the grandma remind me just a little bit of my grandma. She speaks Spanish a little bit like that. He, what the fuck are you saying, grandma? You know, <laughs> it's a little bit nuts. Grandma, do you see? There's not, no. Yeah. <laughs> Happening. My, I mean, my, my grandma was as white as they come. Every once in a while she'd speak German. Um, but that was only when she was really mad. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty sure she was cussing me out. I think all grandmas cuss their grandsons out. I think all grandmas cuss their kids out, or you know, mm. they make you go kind of switch so they can beat you. Mm-hmm. Um, but let let's go to our highlights on Fry Bread Face and Me coming in fourth this week. So Rich, you've got eights for ending story, and that's it. Plus sevens for direction genre and subgenre um because pretty much this is a an observational drama so this is um your drama and it's looking at a family element and what's going on um i gave an eight to the story i gave seven to the ending seven to sound and seven to genre um i did i enjoyed the native american music in there um the really high-pitched navajo um, screaming stuff and how they had that on the radio and then um, you know you get Starman playing like 30 or 40 times mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah like I said it's got it's good points and bad points this is not something that I enjoyed but I think it's something that's worth seeing yeah it's Once. on Netflix on Netflix you guys it's called Fry Bread and Me let's go to our final scores on it because the critics loved it but it checks the boxes um, oh yeah! So, oh, I'm interested now. So, so let's take a look at our final scores on Fry Bread Face and Me. Oh wow! IMDb is giving this a seven point two. Rotten Tomatoes critic score ninety six percent. Three or eight reviews on that. Eighty six percent audience score, and that was fifty plus reviews. Rich, you gave it a sixty. I gave it a fifty three for a total average score of fifty six point five. There's no way it's not that damn good. No, it's not that damn good. Like <laughs> no. I said, it it checks the boxes. Yeah, it it's does. Fitness, it's got it's got kids. It's got um, LBGTQ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got um, because I you know I don't know if Aunt Lucy's got hair arguments, <laughs> but oh, that's funny. I I died laughing when they did that. It's funny because you know, she's mm-hmm. and I'm like, what's that mean? And, and that's what the kid says. I mean, she's a lesbian. Was this? Well, she has airy armpits. <laughs> like, lesbians have airy armpits. That's a that's an interesting take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I you know aside from the aside from the low score, I don't think it's worth. It's not a. It's not an Oscar winning thing. Oh, I just God. think I just think it's a it's a cool little story. Something that you probably have not seen before. A little indie and, movie little indie movie and you know a little a little hint into the indigenous culture which is which is kind of cool yeah all right moving right along what do you think 
is our third place. Let me let me pull up my scores again. I'm just going, I'm just going by what I got. Okay. I am going to go with Butcher's Crossing. Interesting. All right, let's take a look at our third place movie coming in this week. I recall you saying that becoming a lawyer would only crush your soul. Yeah, it has. I'm running a business, and right now that business is getting a journalist and an Adapaldonia. No, no. It's a one-off. No, no, and no. It was a journalist. Oh, oh my God. Oh, color me impressed, Mr. Petit. Not Petit at all. I forgot. All right. So, so freelance comes in third this week, you guys. And this is, you know, John Cena and Allison Brie. Oh, she's so sexy. Uh, she's very cute in this movie. Uh, um, and basically, you know, John Cena is like a Navy SEAL Delta's force dude whose whole squad gets killed. And then he gets basically put out to pasture because he has yeah. back surgery. And his one of his buddies hires him to do this contract work in the country where his his guys <laughs> died. Um, this was way better. I mean, I won't say way better. Did she I have threads under her armpits? Nobody knows, caveman. It was there. They never <laughs> showed it. They just they just believe that that's you know. Yeah, I did too, caveman. This was a surprise. This, this was this was fun. Yeah. This was a mystery movie for me. I saw we're sitting there watching it in the beginning and. Um, and of course he's narrating in the beginning and you don't see him. And so I, I'm listening to it and I'm like, I think that's John. <laughs> um, and my wife's like, no, that's not John. I'm like, I'm telling you that's John. And then sure enough, like, Oh dude, it's John. Um, so, you know, look, I'm going to, I'm going to say this movie is not great. It's not, but, but it's fun. But it's fun. Yeah. And it's got good action. It's funny. Um, it's basically, so I'm going to read the synopsis as ex special forces operative takes a job to provide security for a journalist as she interviews a dictator. But when a military coup breaks out in the middle of the interview, they are forced to escape into the jungle. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing that really sticks out as, as great about this movie, but from start to finish there's there's really no lag it doesn't it doesn't slow down there's there's funny parts you know you got funny parts with him and his family and what he's doing and then you got funny parts when he ends up in that other country with the girl and you know and the, the dictator, dictator. And there and then there's something there's something with the dictator and that country that's going on yeah. that's that's really interesting and kind of you know almost the reason why he's there because you know there's there's a reason why he's the one who's there and mm. and that made it that made it kind of interesting yeah um yeah funny yeah. action yeah that's that's exactly what it is i it's, think this, this is worth seeing at least once if you like a funny action movie yeah i would say check this out yeah i think this i think this is watchable now it's video on demand um on voodoo or amazon prime yeah. to rent Anywhere where I, you can rent. Um, the movies. the physical release date for this is going to be March twelfth. Uh, so that's when it's coming out to Blu-ray, and you know, it's probably not a day one buy, but I'll probably get it. I think I would get it if it was under ten bucks. Yeah, 
Oh, speaking of under ten, but around ten bucks. Um, I just Best Buy. Everybody knows Best Buy's getting rid of the movies. They had some pretty good deals on um, some 4Ks, like around ten bucks, eleven bucks. Mm-hmm. So I picked up about five of them. Well, actually, about seven movies yesterday. So I'm yeah. to get those. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I ordered two um, on Best Buy, and um, you know, see what they got in the store. As I, I as Best Buy, yeah, kind of uh, sad to see them go. I mean, they're not going anywhere. They're not going. Just they're just getting movies. rid of their movies, which I think it's ridiculous. But yeah, that's that's just going to give me. I'm gonna, you know, pay off that card, close the account because that was the only thing I bought there was movies. Yeah, me too. So I think that's silly. Anyway, but I didn't mean to digress. This that's okay. Go ahead. No, that was the yeah. End. Anyway. This is a like I said. I think this is worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's it's fun. It's got a lot of it's got a lot of good stuff. Um, it's you know it's got it's got some hokey bits too because it's you know John it's John Cena. Cena. John Cena is the star, so it's not an Oscar thing. But Kamas um, <laughs> says the dictator reminded me of Richard Dreyfus, where he played a replacement dictator. Uh, yeah, I think I remember that. I don't. But I like the the dictator um, was more than he seemed, yeah. and and that was and that was kind of cool as you learn yeah, you learn more about him, uh, where he's from because he you know goes to his his, his village childhood village and mm-hmm. and everybody loves him there even though that you know the country like is against him because you know they think he's a dictator but there's a whole reason for that yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, this is worth a watch. It's not, really. it's not, it's not something I don't know if I would recommend paying money for it, but um, it'll end up somewhere. Yeah, if it's, it'll end up somewhere on streaming for you know for free if you got the service. Um, I think it's like five ninety nine to rent on yeah. Prime or something like that. Yeah, I don't know how much. much. Um, if you got gift cards for Christmas. Uh, do check it yeah, out. Or, or yeah, you know, or like Corey. Corey had a whole bunch of. Stuff saved up. <laughs> you, was... I love Corey. Corey's fucking awesome. I just want to say, Corey's, I like Corey. Yeah, Corey's cool. Um, all right, so let's talk about our highlights for freelance coming in third place, you guys. Um, so, so Rich, you have a nine for cast. Yeah, and you have an eight for genre. So I have the genre as action and the subgenre as comedy. Um, and then you have sevens for acting. Ending story, visuals, direction, and subgenre. I have sevens for cast, ending, story, and subgenre, and then six for acting, visuals, direction, sound, and genre. Um, so, um, this is one where the critics really shit on. Let's go to yeah. our final numbers. I, mean, I don't blame them either. This is something the yeah, this is something the critics would be like, no. Um, and in fact, the first like the first couple of weeks that it was in the theater, it had a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? Yeah, it was zero. But it's a little bit higher now. So let's take a look at the final scores on freelance coming in third place. IMDB is giving this a <laughs> 5.4. Rotten Tomatoes critic score six percent, audience score 77 percent. 
Rich, you gave it a 69. I gave it a 63 for a total average score of 66. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's better than 6%. It uh, is. It is. But I think, I think just, I think critics are just hating on John Cena. I just yeah. think that. I mean, you don't, can't really blame him. I mean, no. outside of um, Peacemaker, um, what has he done that's great? Nothing. That's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing. At least to me. I mean, all acting and movies yeah. are subjective, but you can't convince me any of his other roles. <laughs> He's done great in. Yeah. No, you can't. No. Yeah. That's not. But these are, you know, these are all really close. The top three are all pretty close. So let's. It could be. Yeah, depending on our scores, it could have been interchanged and, and oh, freelance really? would have been number one. In fact, freelance was number one um until I got um until I watched Butcher's Crossing and I got your score. Um well no, I watched Headliners only and then you got I got your score for Butcher's Crossing. Yeah, because I forgot one. Because you forgot the acting score and that changed. I that changed. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise it was yeah, freelance was was the top one this week. Um, all right. So <laughs> moon over Parador. Yes. I, I do remember that. I have never seen that. Um, I like that. Right. He picks these, these movies that I would never go out of my way to watch. Like when he did his high five, mm -hmm. um, those were interesting. I, I would have never watched, especially that Gary Shandling one. I mean, I had fun with that movie. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way I'm going to like this fucking movie. <laughs> I ended up liking it. <laughs> um, all right. So, what do you think comes in at number two? I am going to go with Headliners. Headliners. All right. Our number two movie this week is first real comedic star that I had a conversation with was Chris Rock. Chris embraced me as a young comic. When you see someone else who has potential, you want them to be better. Wait, was I famous and you like had a regular job? I was working as a shoe salesman. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it's Kevin Hart and Chris Rock headliners only. This is on Netflix, you guys. And um, basically, it's a documentary about the two of them coming together mm -hmm. to a show at Madison Square Garden. Well, they um, toured. They toured. They, toured. they did a few ended. locations, but the, the yeah. main thing was for them to work on their stuff and then get to Madison Square Garden mm -hmm. where they were going to do their big show. There was um, nothing new here, really. No, uh, it, was, it was fun to watch. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I love it. Chris Rock. I love Chris Rock too. I found myself wanting to get that stand up though. I I, I wanted to see that show, mm -hmm. not just a documentary about the show. Yeah. Um, I did like that the information. I mean, mm -hmm. basically they were just kind of buttering each other's muffin through the through the whole documentary. Yeah. Where you know, oh, you're the best, and oh, you're the best, and and Talking about their I was egos, like, checking the egos. I was like, okay, okay. They, they're you know they're doing a Dutch rudder or whatever, mm -hmm. but um. But when it came, you know, when it came down to it, you know, then they 
you know, they had, you know, Dave Chappelle was on there. I love that. I, I love um, Dave Chappelle. That was, that was cool. They had a lot of people on here talking about, you know, Tiffany Haddish and mm-hmm. Jerry Steinfeld and, you know, all these, all these guys, mm-hmm. you know, all the classic guys and then all the new guys. So you have Bill Burr was on there talking yeah. and um, stuff like that. So you could see um, the group that each comedian kind of came up with. And and that was kind of neat. I, yeah. One thing I love about Chris Rock, he never pushed out, um, no. like Eddie Murphy did. Um, I, that's what annoys me about Eddie Murphy. He just turned into a pussy. I mean, I I love comedy, mean comedy where you make fun of people when you but you're laughing at the same time. I like offensive comedy. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Eddie Murphy turned into Candy Cane Lane, um, but Chris Rock, he still did. Or um, like kid movies and stuff, but his stand-up never changed. He was still offensive and making fun of people, and that's yeah. what I like. Yeah, yeah. Harrison says my kind of movie. Love a lot of those comedians. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. It was. It was good. It was interesting, but yeah, nothing. Nothing really stood out. That was. Yeah, that was nothing good. new. Patting each other on the back. I like the information about. In Living Color and Kings yeah. of Comedy, Kings of Comedy was interesting because you mm-hmm. also had yeah DL Hughley and mm-hmm. the Entertainer from Kings of Comedy that they were talking about stuff, yeah. and and that was interesting because Kings of Comedy came together and then they broke up. They had like a major falling out um, over something, and they talked briefly about that. But they had those two from Kings of Comedy talking about yeah. their show and talking about Chris Rock and Kevin Hart and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, you know what? What kind of cracked me up? And I'm like, they were like, okay, Kevin Hart's like, I'm trying, I'm gonna bring back Kings of Comedy, and I'm like, okay, well, you're gonna need two more people. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do that? It can't just be you and Chris Rock because that's that's a duet. That's not a quartet. That's that's not yeah. Kings of Comedy. You know, bring back, bring two more guys, and then you've got, and then you've got something major going on. Yeah. That and is that Chappelle. Was, yeah, you know they had you know they had Chappelle, um, they had um, Chris Rock's brother, mm-hmm. or no, was it Chris Rock's brother? Yes, yeah, Chris Rock's brother. Yeah, yeah. Him. Fact, Dave Chappelle has a new special out on Netflix. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching that one. Yeah, rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Yeah, I, I completely agree. With that. I read Kevin Hart's book. Let me explain. It was enjoyable. So the hmm. okay, I was gonna make a joke, but I won't. Um, because I was like, let me explain you. What are you explaining? Oh, that was the name of the book. Got it. <laughs> um, so I did do the joke. You did um, do the joke. I did do the joke, but that's why I'm not a stand-up comedian. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, th- this was good for what yeah. it was. Yeah. I can't, you know, I, I think it's worth a watch. I don't. Most definitely. Yeah, it's it was it was kind of cool. I liked how you know they're sitting there having lunch, and then Chris Rock just spends ten minutes bitching about a watermelon salad. And <laughs> why you gotta give me a watermelon salad? And <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed. It made me laugh. Yeah, and I'm just like, and Kevin's like, I think that's just what they brought out. It's not. <laughs> he's just like, really? They gotta give a black, black man a watermelon salad? <laughs> yeah, I, I I laughed. I mean. And, it was like okay, you know, and he's just he's making light of it, but it, it's funny. And he was wearing a St. Louis Cardinal hat in that. So Nate, if you're watching, haha, he was wearing. 
<laughs> he's from New York, isn't he? Isn't he from New York? Um, Chris Rock? No. I don't know, but he was wearing the Cardinal hat, so suck it. Suck it. <laughs> well, yeah, because I think he was he's from the Bronx, right? Yeah, I, I thought. Yeah. yeah, he went, he went, he was like, when I performed in New York, I just had to take the subway. I just took the bus or whatever. That's right. From the Bronx to to Manhattan or whatever and did yeah. the shows and and then went back home. He didn't have to go across country. I was already in New York doing stuff. Yeah. And I also liked when he said, Turn the don't follow me. You're going to, yeah. people, uh, yeah, people are, at the beginning, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. He was like, he was like, when people follow me with cameras, then they know I'm famous. Yeah. <laughs> don't follow me. Don't follow me with cameras. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I liked it when he was like, he's like, the first thing I do when I go on tour is I check to see where Kevin's shows are because I don't want to get squashed by Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was, it was neat. I liked it. Um, it's got a lot of good points. I mean, I, I wanted more, I wanted more of the stand up routine yeah. or I wanted to actually see the stand up routine or parts of it after. Like, give me the documentary and then give me that Madison Square Garden show. That oh, would have no. been awesome. Oh, yeah. That would have been that would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> Good evening. I see the channel rebrand searching for a forky lowdown still works. Yes. Um, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. And I'm glad that still works. Um, so yeah, you guys, so we've rebranded the 4K lowdown channel as the faces for radio. Um, so but you can still go to youtube.com slash the 4k lowdown and it'll take you to the channel however it is also under at symbol faces the number four radio you can get it either way i, I made sure that we still have that access if someone's looking for the 4k lowdown yeah. um, um but from here on out you'll be seeing uh we're not even supposed to watch this today the kevin smith show that I do with Adam is going to be on the Faces for Radio, and Comic Talk is going to be on the Faces for Radio channel going going forward. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna start merging our live shows, mm -hmm. and you can still way. find them over on my channel too. You'll get them on um, on his channel still. But get, this will you, be the main focus. Yeah, you can get everything on on this channel on the faces for radio channel and then likewise all of that is going to end up on spotify yeah speaking so stick with us we're, we're looking forward to 2024 we are speaking of spotify let's talk about them spotify for podcasting takes the audio portion of our live stream they sponsor us and they link us to spotify and other podcast sites like excuse me amazon music iHeartRadio, pocket cast cast Radio Public and Google Podcasts, they do it all for free. They give us sponsors. And then when we get a number, I think over a hundred followers, they start to give us more sponsors. Yeah. So if you guys haven't already, please go over to the Faces for Radio podcast on Spotify. Give us please a follow. Do. And then you can listen to us on any platform you want. Or even if you don't, as long as you're following us, then the sponsors can come. So yeah. um if you share us too. Yeah, Room to share. Yeah, put it on there. When I when I upload the episodes to Spotify, I always share it on the Facebook page, um, which is still the 4K lowdown. There is a Faces for Radio 
Facebook page. That is in the description. The link is there. So if you guys want to follow us there, you can. I need to work on that more. I always forget about it. Me too. We haven't done much with it, but the more right now we have one follower. Yeah. On, on the Faces <laughs> Radio Facebook page. But our page. Instagram page, we're active on. Um, yeah. I need to upload oh, last week's and this week's. Wouldn't you give it? I totally forgot. Um, yeah. We're kind of busy. So uh, follow, make sure you guys hit the Faces for Radio Instagram page because all our um, schedules are on there for yeah. by the numbers. And, and sometimes by the numbers will change just because, like this week, I can. Yeah, get sometimes to we have to change the card, but it's. Um, yeah. But our high five schedule is up there. Um, yep. So hit the Faces for Radio Instagram page. Give it a like, please. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, speaking of which, we got a couple of high fives booked. Um, Guy is there and, and Stacy is coming on oh, awesome. to, to do one of our high fives. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. Especially have man, uh, Guy back on here. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome to have a guy, and he just he jumped on the coming of age movies, so he's in. So, um, so so guy will welcome guy back for that, and um, make it a blockbuster night. Yeah, Stacy. Oh, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, no, he's really cool. He's oh, dude, I want to do it, and I'm like, cool. Which one's he Uh, doing? I gotta double check. Uh, but yeah, he he wants to come on the. Um, by the numbers with us, but yeah, um, but because it's Wednesdays, he works, so okay. well, we can't do that. He said, hopefully, in the summer, he'd be able to join. Yeah, he, he I think he said after April, maybe, or yeah. something like that, mid, mid April, um, May, June, and July. And I'm trying to remember because I know he put it on here. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Ah, vacation movies, so he's doing Ooh. April. He's doing awesome. the vacation movies in April, so that's going to be fun. So, guys, there's still, I think, May and June left, or is that, or no? We June, got January, February. We have the June one, and then we have March, which is the, yeah. the Oscar ones. Um, we have those two months left for up to the first half of the year, and then we'll start coming up with themes for the second half of the year, so... You guys, if you want to get in there, if not, just, you know, once we get to, you know, probably about March or April, we'll do the rest of our themes for the end of the year. And yeah. you can jump in on any one of those. But we got some cool, we got uh movie buff grant coming on January for kid movies. Yeah. I keep having to move that around and Grant's been really good about it. But right now that's going to be on the 25th um, at 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Central time, 10 p.m. Eastern time, where we're going to um, we're going to talk about um, family friendly movies is our theme, and Grant's picked a whole bunch of them, um, and with the stipulation that my granddaughter Piper is on the show, so I've got her a headset and microphone set up, so we're gonna we're gonna get her on the show and have a good time. I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, our little mascot. Yeah, our little mascot, my little cameo. Um, she's been gone for a couple weeks. I totally, I totally missed her. Um, Dell is in the house. Dell, I appreciate right in time for uh, number one. Right in time for our number one movie. Let's take a look at our number one movie for this week. Dear father, 
I decided to leave Harvard and travel west. I hope to find a stronger purpose and more meaning in my life. What can I do for you? I would like to go on a hunt. All right, so our number one movie this week is called Butcher's Crossing, you guys. Yeah. This was interesting. Yeah, this oh, this is a this is a deep movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't think I was going to like it cuz of Nick Kate. Hey, leave it alone. Oh, sorry. Um Yeah, tell, tell those pussies what that. Yeah, my pussy's playing with my balls. Um <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Actually, um, no, I don't. <laughs> Um, um, but being a Nick Cage movie, bitch. Um, I didn't think I was gonna like this, but man, he's actually really good in this. He's he's good. Yeah, he's really good in this, and yeah. it's this movie is. I think this came out like like fifteen years too late because the subject matter is tough. This is a rough movie, mm-hmm. and. Um, because it, um, I'm going to read the synopsis on it. It says, an Ivy League dropout travels to the Colorado wilderness where he joins a team of buffalo hunters on a journey that puts his life and sanity at risk based on the highly acclaimed novel by John Williams. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian says, hey, Dell, still another movie. Uh, I see how it did. I'll see how it did on the replay, but I enjoyed handle honors only. Yeah, that was good. Um, and that was our number two movie this week. But yeah, everybody saying, Hey, Del, Del's awesome. always, always happy, always happy to have Del on, even if it's just for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got, I got to say, this, the, I, I loved the, the scenery here. Yes. I love the filming. Yeah. Um, it was uh, just the these epic, just mountains and mm-hmm. and valleys and the and the buffalo, and it was just it was it was really cool to, Question. to see. Did you have issues with the audio when you were watching it? No, I had issues. I thought I jacked up my receiver because it was coming on my all my rear. The vocals were coming out of my rear speakers. Um, I was like, why does it sound so weird? So I couldn't fig- figure it out. I put another movie on thinking, okay, but that played fine. But anytime I went back to this um, movie, it was, my speakers were all jacked up. So I had to put it, my earbuds in, or my AirPods yeah. in to watch it. Oh, oh, well that might be, cause I, I wore my headphones. I wore my, I had my wireless headphones when I watched the movie. So I didn't, because oh, yeah. I, my <laughs> wife was, Sleep, so I had my wireless headphones in. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, that's probably why it didn't affect me. But, um, but yeah, oh, this but this movie is, it's 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 so rough. It's it really. Um, it, it, there are points where it's difficult to watch. Um, yeah, because you know, especially but, when you get that nut sack. Yeah, <laughs> when you get the balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's good eating. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't like animal cruelty. Um, no. And that um, that was tough. That was yeah. the tough part for me. Is but I mean, it's it's also part of history. We absolutely yeah. did this. And I and liked yeah. that they touched on that. 
at yes. the end. Yeah. I always like that when they touch on the the real the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, and and speaking of end, you're you're like they're they're going through all this. They I mean they go through hell to try to get mm. to this giant herd. And then they get there and then they catch hell trying to get back. And then what happens at the end? And I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Yeah, don't spoil what it. Happens at the end, it's like, shit. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I wondered at times what the hell I was watching. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Watch it again, um, dude. I, I was, I was really surprised by it. I, Me too. I, I didn't think. I mean, I think it's quality work. I really I think that it was really well done. Um, I just, you know, the the problem with the animal cruelty, and I, I loved what they said at the end because the whole thing was filmed on a yeah. buffalo ranch in Montana, and that you know, of course, none of the animals were harmed, and it was yeah. you know, everything was purposefully done. Um, they did uh, on a reservation, didn't they? Yeah. 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 But it's it, it's a it's a buffalo preserve where they actually mm. have, um, you know, they talk about how. That we were we were down to like, yeah. like three hundred. There's buffalo. a scene in there I really like. I think it's my favorite shot. Is it's snowing and he see he's hallucinating, and he sees the buffalo standing between the trees, and it's cut snow on him. And I was like, oh, that's a beautiful shot. Yeah. Now, yeah, there were some there were some great shots. Yeah. In this movie, so um, even um, the animal cruelty scenes looked real it looked it didn't yeah. look fake at all no there i i don't know who did the practical effects but yeah. i was i mean it was amazing it looked like it they, looked they were, were being skinned. it looked like they were actually skinning a buffalo <laughs> and um you know and then they were like okay you need you know here's here's the liver you're gonna need this because we're gonna get sick because of what they were doing yeah and then you you know you you know deal with that and just the the insanity how that mentally they were unraveling yeah. the, while they were there and dude if and it actually is partially labeled as a horror movie is it um, really yeah I mean not on IMDb but oh. it's referred to as a horror western um I do think there are horrible scenes in here. But it's a drama. Yeah. It's a it's a drama and I have a drama for the genre, subgenre is western. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is not your typical western. It's not gunfighting. There's no yeah. I mean there is guns, but there's guns, but there's no there's no, you know, I knew draws, draws or you know, yeah. there's no outlaws or robbing banks or anything like that. It's just, you know, but yeah, it was it was really it was really good. I it was, I liked it. I don't know if I'd see it again. No, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd watch it again. I know Caveman was talking about it, that he would watch it again. I think if you if there's something like okay, I want to go through this again to you know because I I might have missed something or to to kind of figure out what it's about or. But yeah, I think the the subject matter is something to where I I don't want to watch it again. 
because of the animal cruelty and all that kind of stuff. Even though I know they didn't actually do it, but they right. did it during that time. In the 1800s, that was huge. They they just killed buffalo for sport. It wasn't anything about, you know, like what the indigenous do or yeah. what they did was they traveled with the buffalo and they would kill one at a time and use every bit of the buffalo for the tribe. And, you know, that's why the buffalo, there were like, um, I guess at one point there was like 50 million. Yeah. Um, your your pussy is talking, bro. Yeah, it is. She's, my pussy's going crazy. Um, but it's, relax. Every time. She's quiet. says, do you know why they were going to get sick? Yeah, because, uh, you know, gotten those animals, you're you're getting into the intestines and all that kind of stuff, and it's just mm-hmm. nothing but toxic. Um, so it was going to make sick, and the only way to survive that because they were going to be getting so many buffalo is that they had to eat the liver because the liver has the healing property. So it was the only thing that was going to save them. Um, but is this our first number one from a VOD movie? Probably. I think it is. Yeah. That's the first for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, oh, yeah. even the ending shot, because we keep going back to the visuals of mm-hmm. the, um, what Nick Cage is doing. Um, I thought that was shot really well at the very end. Um, oh, with, with the town and what he did? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that was I think that was shot really well. The yeah. the use of the the use of the fire there as the lighting mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. Great cinematography on this movie. Yeah. No, it's tremendous cinematography, bro. All right. Yeah. Let's go let's go to our highlights on it. Um let's see. You have eight for visuals, eight for genre, eight for subgenre. You have sevens for acting, story, and direction. I have a 10 for visuals and then I have eights for acting, ending, story, direction, and genre. Um, but yeah, dude, this was, this was good. I, I like this. Um, I don't think it's for everybody, but I think no. it's, I think it's worth a watch. Definitely. Um, Again, this is on VOD, Video on Demand, iTunes, Vudu, Amazon Prime, Google Play. Yeah. Anywhere you can rent a movie digitally, it's there. Yeah, but it's $5.99 to rent on Prime, you guys. So if you get a chance to watch it, you can. It's also it's out on physical. Oh, yeah, that's right. It um, but I think it was only released to DVD. I don't think they have any other formats. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't buy it. Um, I was like, oh, I only see the DVD here, so I'm not going to get it. Um. And I think I'm okay with that. I don't think yeah. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to own this. I think. But you own I, Incision. I yeah. Oh, Excision's good, bro. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, oh, I know. I've seen it. <laughs> but I mean that. I mean that was a blind buy. I mean, hindsight, I probably wouldn't own that. I'm but that was that. like something I just grabbed from Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, yeah. and I liked it. But I think you know. I don't. I haven't seen it too many times. It's not. It's not something I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch with my mother-in-law. No, that's not. <laughs> you should. I should. Why? Well, you know, she made me watch Magic Mike. <laughs> but, that, but I like Magic Mike. Magic Mike's not a bad movie. 
No, magic mic's fine. It's just my my mother-in-law asks questions. And <laughs> it makes it uncomfortable. <laughs> she's got needs too, man. She's got needs. She's got, she's got needs too. Um, all right, let's go to our final scores on Butcher's Crossing coming in first place, you guys. IMDb is giving this a 5.7. Rotten Tomatoes critic score 74%. Audience score 47. Rich, you gave it a 65. I gave it a 71 for a total average score of 68. Taking our top spot tonight. Um, I think that's I think that's good. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed that we didn't have anything over you know, like a 75 for this our This isn't a January actually is not a good month. January is a tough month, bro. It's yeah, gonna, it is. Uh, I mean, we, we've got a couple coming up next week. Speaking of which, since we're done, me, what have we got coming up next week? We have Hell Camp, a Teen Nightmare Netflix documentary, Naga on Netflix, The Holdovers, which is on VOD. Um, I think it's on physical and it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock right now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I've seen it already. I absolutely love this movie. I hope everyone gets a chance to watch this movie with us. Um, then we got <laughs> Saltburn on Prime. Saltburn. And Ferrari. And Iron Claw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In Iron Claw. But do you want to take Ferrari out? No. Nope. Well, if you want to. I mean, I'm going to see Ferrari on Tuesday. Okay. So, so yeah. I'll be able to do it. If you can do it, I can do it. Yeah. I'm hopefully to get to the theater and get to see some movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, says wide gap between critics and audience. Yeah, yeah. and I think because of the animal cruelty. Yeah. I think the audience turned their nose up at it. Yeah. That's why I said I think it was released too late. If they released this like like years ago, yeah. when the you know, when we weren't in the society that we are today, that I think it would be more appreciated. Because Nick Cage's performance in this is really good. I think hey, Tiana, good job. what's up, I Tiana? Good to see his you. performance is better than the one where he plays himself. <laughs> Oh no, you didn't find us. So <laughs> I'm so sorry, but yeah. So we rebranded to the Faces for Radio. So so that's where we are now. I'm I'm glad you did find us though. Yeah, we appreciate you, Tiana, for looking for us. Yeah, the cap on on freelance was insane. Yeah, the critics was six percent, audience seventy seven percent. Yeah, yeah. it's a seventy one percent swing. Uh, <laughs> But but yeah, again, go to Faces for Radio's Instagram page where you can see all of, I got all of January's up there, and we got again, we got our high fives uh, schedule up there. Yeah, yeah. So so guys, just so you know, so the 4K lowdown, the 4K lowdown's YouTube channel has rebranded to the Faces for Radio, um, so you can find it at Faces for the number four Radio, or you can still go to YouTube.com/slash. The 4K lowdown, L O W E D O W N, and it'll still take you to the same page. But um, we have rebranded to the Faces for Radio, um, just to you know to keep us connected to Spotify yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I figured we'd just go through it that way. Um, so look for more changes to come. We're going to be adding more shows, more yeah. channel over to this, um, and the, of the course, Faces for Radio. YouTube, it will be the homepage for all our content, but you'll still be able to find Dave's um, town halls and all that stuff on yes. his channel. And then you'll still be able to find my Kevin Smith show, our Kevin Smith show, and Comic Talk. Still stream on, on my channel, but it will be, the main focus will be 
Faces for Radio. Thank you, Tiana. We, we appreciate, appreciate you, Tiana. Um, but yeah, we just we thought it would be a good idea to start start folding everything into yeah. Faces for Radio since we've we've named ourselves. Now we're rebranding, um, mm-hmm. and then you know we're just moving forward that way. And we're excited um, for twenty twenty four. Yeah, we, we certainly are. I think it. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be mm-hmm. a great year. Um, but yeah, this this month. I mean, aside from the stuff we're going to see in the theater, we're we're it's not tough. quite. It's tough. We're not quite ready for the Oscar nominations to come out. Yeah. Once once those come out, um, I think we'll get a lot more movies that we can watch. But I think we've watched a lot of movies that are. Yeah. Out. yeah I think we. I think we've already covered stuff. I think most um, of them we've probably already covered. Um, except yeah. for the late December ones that haven't came out yet. Like, we right. we still have to see poor, uh, is it poor Things, um, yes. Ferrari, Iron Claw, um, American Fiction, which I'm really looking forward to seeing American Fiction. Yeah, I've seen that. that. I've I seen American Fiction. I saw Iron Claw last night. Oh, you saw American uh, Fiction? Yeah, I saw Amer- It was a, a mystery movie. Oh, what really? Yeah, I saw it like a month ago. Oh wow, was it good? Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Oh good, I'm I'm excited to see that. It actually um, almost made my nomination did it? <laughs> for the awards. Oh, um, speaking of which, speaking of which, <laughs> tomorrow night at nine central, and I don't know the other times. I'll let Dave fill that in. We're going live on my Instagram. <laughs> on, a, on my Instagram channel for the Geeks, how's it? How do you say it? The, the Geeks with Faces for Radio Awards. Yeah, our nomination show. We're gonna be on yeah. Instagram. We're gonna throw our nominations out for all these categories. Um, so join us at Nice Central on my Instagram page, TurnerFan77. We'll have yeah. Nate from and Alex from Geeks and Flicks. Yeah, we're gonna be on there. We're gonna go through the categories. We're gonna get our nominations in for the show. And then immediately following that, we're going to go on live on the Faces for Radio channel um, where we're going to do our our best and worst of 2023 where we're going to look at scores only mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about our top 10 uh, by score and our lowest five movies. Um, and that I think that's going to be fun. We're just going to... We're just going to throw that out. We're going to talk about stuff, yeah. and that's going to be a lot of fun. And that's immediately following the nomination show. I have it scheduled for 9 p.m. Pacific, which is 11 Central, midnight Eastern time. But we will go earlier if we can. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, if, if we get done by, by 8.30 my time, then we're going to jump on right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, we're yeah, we're just going to have fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no homework. Dave did all the homework because we've already scored all the movies. Yep. I don't already know what they are. The movies. I already list them. You got a you got a bunch of ties, but we're just gonna we're just gonna go through that and um yeah and I've got a bunch of ties. But, <laughs> um, interesting though, it was interesting our scores. I mean, a lot of the movies are pretty much the same. There are a few outliers where um, you have. I mean, our scores are pretty much different. But as far as our order goes, it, there's a lot of similarities. So that's really cool. Speaking of cool, how What's you doing, up, Evan? Evan, Evan finally jumped in right at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, so now that yeah, Evan's here, we leave. <laughs> already pulling in the end. Um, but 
I yeah, I think I think that's it. So you guys definitely check us out on Instagram tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 Central, 10 Eastern for the Geeks for Faces for Radio Awards. Um nomination. nomination show where we're gonna go through the categories. We're each gonna nominate a movie, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. There's gonna be four of us on. We're just gonna have a blast, and then immediately after that, for the um best and worst of 2023. Yeah. <laughs> Best way to have to get Rich's ratings. Uh, all right. So, what do you think, bro? Is I'm good to go. go. Let's go. Let's, so, we can get tomorrow and get to tomorrow and um, talk about our nominations. I'm excited for that. I'm, Me I'm, too. I'm interested to see what Alex is going to pick. I wonder how many times uh, he's going to pick the same. I'm movie. interested to see how many times he's going to pick. Uh, it's gonna be Dungeons and Dragons. He's gonna pick the, it's gonna be Dungeons and Dragons or John Wick Four. It's gonna be like multiple things <laughs> for that. Favorite drama, John Wick Four. I mean, wait. I, mean, well, I forgot about John Wick Four. Actually, I don't have it listed anything yet. <laughs> All right. Um, on that note, uh, for for Rich and myself, I want to say thank you so much. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we really appreciate you sticking with us. We've got another year of stuff. Um, this is going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to this stuff. Me too. Uh, until next time, we'll we'll see you next week or hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow, guys. Uh, hopefully tomorrow on Instagram and then on um, on our channel later on tomorrow night for our best and worst. Yeah. But next week for By the Numbers 52, where we're going to look at Iron Claw and Ferrari and um, salt burn and all kinds of other good stuff. But oh. um, thank you, caveman. Thanks, caveman. Appreciate it. We appreciate everybody. Uh, yeah, we appreciate everybody hanging out. So we're gonna say, you know, good night. God bless. God bless. Have have fun. Watch some movies, and we'll see you next time on the Faces for Radio podcast. See you guys.